0: Welcome to Stogie from the Road, a podcast for the everyday truck driver. Here we talk about life on the road and everything in between. I am your faithful trucking servant, Stogie the Trucker, and I'm joined by my faithful companion, Bonnie, the One-Eyed Wonder Dog. So if you're out there burning up that highway tonight or just sitting at home relaxing, I want you to turn up that dial and enjoy this episode of Stogie from the Road. Welcome back to another episode of Stogie From The Road. I appreciate you guys being here, tuning in again, saddling up once again for another episode of me yammering on about God knows what you don't even know. You just tune in and I appreciate it. How are you all doing today? You doing good? You happy? You healthy? You loving and living life like I always say? Or are you just getting by? hey, it's okay. We've all been there. We all do it from time to time. We all have those days, weeks, months, or years to where it's like, "Hmm, how much more can I take? It's normal. It happens. This may come as a shock to you, but I have those days quite often i know i know it's hard to believe it's hard to believe that stogie's life isn't just perfect and i'm just sliding and gliding through life thinking everything's perfect it is not it's a never-ending tumultuous rocky road of jumping from puddle to puddle to make sure you don't get your feet wet at least that's my life and i don't know i guess it makes things interesting it makes uh it adds a little razzle dazzle (laughs) to your life. And that's what I want to talk about today. Adversity. And a typical type of adversity that one, say, maybe in my situation would deal with, and maybe you do too, would be, I don't know, what do you you wacky kids call them nowadays? Haters? Naysayers? Shit talkers? Or just negative people in the workplace or in your day-to-day interaction how many people deal with that i bet a lot of people do you go on the old tic tac and and look on there and you'll you'll see it all the time and what people typically do in response to these uh, self-proclaimed geniuses and know-it-alls and whatnot is you do that arbitrary underhanded generalized posts saying you can't stop me blah 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 right okay I get it we've all been there but one thing that I like to subscribe to is is this your actions speak so loudly I can't hear a word you're saying. Okay. I deal with all the time because how vocal I am and, and what I do and how I operate. I deal with a lot of people that Really, really don't like it. You know, I said in one of my previous podcasts that I fight really hard for the truck drivers out there. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, literally the only people that I catch any shit from are other truck drivers or other people in my industry. And initially that baffled me to no end. I'm like, are you fucking serious? trying to help you trying to make your life better and yeah I struggled with it mightily now it's been an evolution on how to deal with it and I feel like I've got my arms around it very very well now and I want to share that with you now I will say right out of the gate this is not going to be podcast about the haters per se we're not going to talk about them because i frankly i think it's wasted time because they're so common and they're so plentiful that it would be just wasted time telling you something you guys already know it would be frankly this is going to be more about how to handle it um and how you overcome it and one of the, my favorite people that i i like to uh Familiarize myself with as far as that belief system and you know the quotes that are out there is Marcus Aurelius. And one of the the quotes that I love the most is the best revenge is to be unlike he who performed the injury. Now think about that for a moment. Think about that individual and the type of person they are, and then how you react to it. And what I see from time to time, um, online and on Facebook or on TikTok or whatever, is people meeting that, that adversity, that individual with the same type of behavior, the cussing, the threatening, and all you're doing is making a public declaration that that person has brought you to their level. You know, that old, old tried and true saying, never stoop to their level. Well, when I was going through all my adversity when it came to the hands of other people, um, I found myself consumed and tied in a knot about wanting to go after them and how to crush them and how to hurt them and how to get back at them. And I found that I was literally pissing away all of my time that I could allocate towards being proactive and, frankly, shutting them down with my success. Um, A great man once told me when I was sitting there bemoaning and bloviating about how I felt and how much it bothered me, he had two simple words. Fuck them. Something so simple, yet so poignant, now think about that. Fuck them. You just dismiss them entirely. You truly should. You know, briefly, my opinion, and I'll state it here proudly, my opinion of anybody that Shits on somebody who's trying to better themselves and do something proactive and doing doing good things um, to better themselves. Anybody that would shit on somebody, for whatever fucking reason, they try to convince themselves that what they're doing is is justified. For whatever reason, you need to really, really know. That they're doing it from a from a jealousy standpoint. They're doing it from a a, a a standpoint that they are feeling inadequate to you. That is almost always the case. So you truly need to take solace in that. That's about as far as I'm willing to invest in this podcast on them. <clears throat> it is hands down jealousy. And their refusal to accept the reality that they are mediocre in the way that they operate in life. And they want to take that that easy path towards it, which is, I'm going to keep you down and I'm going to shit on you versus taking that hard look at myself and understanding why your level of success and how hard you are trying bothers me. Okay, so we're going to take that and we're going to put that over there. Let's talk about how you can handle it. Let's talk about how you can grasp that freedom of letting these types of people consume you. Focusing on the concept that you have a very limited time allocated to you in your life, that you have no idea when that will expire to achieve The level of success that you want to. You kind of basically put a subconscious uh, timer on how much time you have left on this earth and then you work with a sense of diligency to get where you need to go. You know, we have a lot against us, we as men. You know, we live in a world where being a man is, is no longer a requirement for being male, right? you can you can you can pretty much choose what you want to be with minimal backlash and most people are choosing to be mediocre right there isn't that real heavy sense of accountability for manhood so that's a good thing and i guess that's a bad thing the good thing is the competition isn't really stiff anymore okay you don't have this vast array of people out there pursuing excellence and staying in a competitive mindset that you have to race against. You can kind of loaf it, so to speak, as my old football coach used to say. Now, with that being said, there's an awful lot of people that choose to loaf it. They choose to drag ass. So when you do something that in my opinion is considered the norm, it's considered required, it's rec- it's considered um, the standard which is pursue excellence and pursue greater things and push things as far as they can so you can reach your f- full potential, you are now met with these throngs of people, these throngs of wannabe men that would much rather just try to keep their knee on your neck and keep you down so You don't shine so brightly to make them look like exactly what they are, which is pathetic. So, when you decide to fight against that, what do you get? You get the haters. You get the people that live in the comfort of the safety of their own environment to be able to throw rocks at you over the fence, i.e., the internet and Facebook and TikTok and text message and all that stuff without any fear of being popped in the nose. Now, I'm not saying. That we should be running around punching people when they hurt our feelings. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, it is such a great feeling. When you rise above it, persevere, achieve a level of success, and outlast those haters. Okay? They're going to always be there. You can literally set your watch to it. They're always going to be there. And it is such a powerful affirmation when they do rear their ugly heads and they, they squirm like the worms that they are out of their little hole and jump up and reveal themselves. Because that is an affirmation that you are succeeding. You know, uh, I think it's Chris Adler, the drummer for Lamb of God, said once, you're nobody until somebody hates you. You know, uh, was it Winston Churchill also said, you've pissed people off in life? Good, that means you stood for something. You take all of that, all these successful people, these people that have achieved a level of notoriety in their life and, have, and achieved a, a level of, of uh, personal success and, and achievement, and you look at how they react to the people that say horrible stuff to them online, they're virtually unfazed. And the reason why you look at them, you're like, God dang, how did they how do they do it? How would how do they operate with all these people saying horrible stuff? Well, one, they know it's not true because if it was true, they wouldn't be where they are. And two, they know that. It's such a good feeling that even though you're dealing with shit and people throwing rocks at you, you're still achieving the goal that you set out for. It's like a double success. It's a double level of success because some, you know, it's like you're walking down a path. Yeah, you, you and Joe Schmo next to you, you might both arrive at the same time, and you might both comp- complete that that task that moving down that path. But you did it while people are throwing rocks at you you did it while you were carrying an extra 150 pounds of adversity on your back and that person did it empty-handed so you know in your mind you know you're better than him and me personally i think that there shouldn't be something wrong and there shouldn't be a bad connotation to say i'm am, i am better than somebody that acts like that you should know for a fact If you were doing this, and you were fighting a righteous battle, and you were fighting for something which is getting every bit out of this life that you possibly can before you get your ticket punched, and somebody is shitting on you for it, you should know that you were better than that individual. You know, I think about it all the time, because trust me, I deal with this all the time. If I get any... special privilege at work or or get you know something done to my truck that you know five or six other guys want to get and people start in about well why'd stogie get this or would Stogie get that I don't get mad about it. I really, really don't anymore. I used to when my mindset was skewed. But my mindset now is I look at these guys and I I, I pity them. I truly pity them because they know I'm doing the work. They know that I'm investing every bit of my time into working on achieving a goal. So what What I think when I hear these things, and I hear these things come back to me secondhand, I think, God dang, guys, aren't you embarrassed? That's my question to you. If If you're one of those haters, doing air quotes now that you can't see, if you're one of those people, aren't you fucking embarrassed? I mean, how are you not? There you are no different than that kid stomping out of Chuck E. Cheese going, it's not clear, I didn't bed, I'm just a big baby. How do you claim to be a grown man and act like that? But that goes back to my other podcast about are you a good man or are you good at being a man? Yes, you're capable. You're a capable man. You could fix your truck with a, a stick of gum and a rubber band like frickin' MacGyver. But are you a good man? I don't think you are. You're not surrounded by a bunch of friends, are you? Nobody hopes to know you. you. You equate success because people fear you? You equate success because people take a a passive route with you because they know you're going to be a problem later. And I don't know about you. I don't. It's not a man I want to be. It's not a man I want to be around, and I don't know any decent people out there that would want to be around a guy like that. So if you wear that as a badge of honor, if you do the whole uh you know, hey, I'm an asshole, Sorry, I'm just an asshole. That's just where I am. I don't I that's not a badge of honor in my opinion. Now, let's go back to how to handle it. Let's concentrate more on the solution than on the problem. You have to really really protect your mindset. Who you hang out with, who you associate yourself with, who you uh, who gets to feed into your your psyche, and that that's difficult, especially in our industry as truck drivers, because I'm sorry to say this, this is a sad reality. We are surrounded by a lot of very very negative people. We're surrounded by a lot of people that are getting beaten and abused by life, and they're not really equipped with the tools to look for a solution for it. They get into that rut of complaining and gnawing on the problem without any kind of guidance on how to find a solution. There's a quote I heard once where it said, first ask yourself who you want to be and then what you have to do. That is a very solid but yet simple type of plan of attack. Because a lot of people don't know who they want to be. And they're not surrounded by or they don't have people around them that will tell them what to do. Or do they know where to find the answers on how to do it? That's kind of what I'm hoping to achieve here. Again, I'm not claiming to be some gigantic freaking expert on all this bullshit. I'm just telling you what works for me. I'm telling you how I've successfully navigated myself through the waters of bullshit with all these other people that like to be awfully cavalier with my future and my intention. So what I do is I completely throw myself into my objective. I become so busy with what I want to achieve, and I become so obsessed and so driven and so locked into what I want to achieve that that is so much louder than the voices of these little worms that are out here doing what they're doing. And when you do that, when you do that and you build that, mindset and when you harness that that passion and that desire to build your future you you really really do see the effects of it come to fruition and then in turn you see how insignificant they truly are you know i always use the analogy with my kids talking about you know building habits it was like you know look at these big cables that hold bridges up right these cables or ropes or whatever you see, they're built of tiny wires. Or if you see a rope, a tiny thread, and they build, they bind them together and they twist them together and it turns into the, this, this big indestructible thing that can carry weight. That's like building habits. It's a little thing after little thing after little thing after little thing that you put it all together and becomes one big solid rope or cable that can endure... All that resistance that you deal with in life. And by doing that, eventually you wind up getting that self-confidence to know that, hey, I've dealt with this before. Hey, I've dealt with this guy before. I've dealt with a guy just like him. Or whoever. Or the general public. Or the bullshit comments that you see online that keep trying to you know, put that stick in the spoke of the wheels of the vehicle that you're trying to get down the road to get where you want to be. And you realize how insignificant they are. You have to truly, truly focus on that. If I were to give you advice on how to endure that, it would be become obsessed with the task at hand and not concerned in any way, shape, or form with the voices of the negative. What did I say in my previous podcast? Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. If you're hanging out with negative people, they will burrow into your brain and figure out a way to devalue what you're doing, make you second guess what you're doing, make you pull the brakes because you're uncertain and unsure of yourself. You know, I I used to deal with this all the time with like my videos and my content and what I would do. I had just this overwhelming amount of people that would get on the phone with me and give me all kinds of ideas and advice and you should do this and you should do that and I would listen to them because I truly was like, okay, well I want to listen to the people that are actually listening to me, so I want to know what they think. And I noticed these people, whom I later on found out were pretty mediocre and other venues of their life. Now, granted, if you're listening to this and you're a, a friend of mine that I actually talk to on a regular basis and you give me advice. That's different. I have chosen you to be my friend and a confidant and I respect your opinion. But if you're that person that calls me once a month, every once in a while, whether it's to get information or to piss and moan in my ear, um, and then you start opining on what I need to do, One, I immediately look at your life and go, are you doing any of this? You're you're not doing any of this. Okay, I'm not even going to listen to you. Because when I did do that, when I did listen to these people that had absolutely no skin in the game when it came to my life and what I was trying to achieve, it literally freaking paralyzed my level of creativity and my my, uh, passion for my intentions. And every time I went to open my mouth to do something, or create content, or create anything, I would stop. I would overanalyze, and then I would be in the midst of that paralysis by overanalysis. I'm a firm believer, and I am an absolute testimony to, if you can think it, and you truly believe it, you can achieve it. Because based upon what I've endured in my life, I should not have a fraction of what I have if I believed what other people said. I should not even be anywhere close to it if I believed the people I either grew up with or I was around or the half-ass, wannabe, know-it-alls that constantly are opining on what I'm doing, I wouldn't be here. I just never listened to them. And thank God for my problem with authority, I guess. Because when people tell me, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that, and it's something I really want to do, and something I'm passionate about, my response is typically, you hang tight. Fuck you. Watch me. I'll show your ass. I was told that a long time ago, about a half a dozen things in my life. And I have the success and the proof and the pictures and the memories under my belt to show everybody that that's not the case. You can do exactly what you want to do if you believe in it and you're willing to work for it. That's all you have to do. I would, if I were you, And I had something I was passionate about. Whether it was a business I wanted to build. Whether it was something I wanted to create. Whether it was a mark that I wanted to leave in this life that was good. I would completely obsess about how to get there. People talk about how bad this life is now. Like this world's just going to shit. And in a lot of ways it has gone to shit. There absolutely has been a price tag to the luxuries that we have now. There absolutely has. But on the other side of the coin, if you think about it, we truly live in one of the most unbelievable, beneficial times in society when it comes to creating and reinventing yourself. Back in the day, you had to go to the library to get information or find somebody that you knew or introduce yourself to somebody that has achieved something that you want to do in order to get the information to figure out how to do it. And now it is literally in the palm of your hand on that phone that you carry around. And and a lot of people don't use it. They don't use it at all. You have an entire world of information on how to do something in the palm of your hand, and you're using it to play Candy Crush or do some TikTok on how to properly shake your ass or... Eat Tide Pods, or whatever people do nowadays. You have every museum. You have every library. You have every song. You have every piece of art. You have everything in the palm of your hand. You just have to type it in and find it. And then then you go onto YouTube if you want to do so. If you want to start a podcast, if you want to start doing videos, if you want to learn how to build coffee tables, I guarantee you, you will find a video of somebody that's taking time out of their day to show you how to do it. And you're still going to stand there and say, I can't do it. I can't do it. I ain't like that. And then out of the same mouth, shit on somebody who's actually doing it. So I ask you this. Aren't you fucking embarrassed if you're that person? I talked about this the other day with you know, people that sit there and talk shit about the companies they work for and bitch and moan about boss needs to do this and the boss needs to do that. My response always is, why don't you just buy your own truck? Why don't you just start your own business? Oh, I, I can't do that. I don't want fucking headache. Well, then shut the fuck up about the person that's willing to take on that headache to ensure that you have a job. Shut the fuck up. Because that you're talking, you've just validated the fact that that person has headaches, that person has adversity, that person has to do all that shit. And you just said out of your own fucking mouth that you can't handle that. So you have lost your ability, your right to volunteer advice and information on something you don't have the time, inclination, or intestinal fortitude to do your fucking self. If you want a better life, change it. If you can do it better, do it yourself. If you want something, do it. And if you're that person out there that's dealing with the haters and dealing with the naysayers and dealing with the people that are trying to undermine you, you've got to take solace in the fact that you are doing something that they are too fucking weak to do themselves. I deal with it all the time. Why don't I have what he has? Because you are not willing to do what I do. And I have no problem writing down on a piece of paper, step by step, what the fuck I do. I document 99.9% of it. It's right there for you to see. The keys to the kingdom are there for you to take it if you want it. But you don't. The other shit that you have in your life, which is your freedom and your right to choose supersedes that. So that being said, you have made a decision to not engage in what I do or what that successful person does do. So you have you have forfeited your right to have what me or that person who is successful has. You don't have the courage to do it. I am sure there is somebody and I could probably give you names of five, at least, that has pushed themselves to listen to this podcast, that is sitting there asking themselves, Are you what the fuck are talking about me? Yeah, buddy, I probably am. I'm sure you're listening to this podcast. I'm sure this is pissing you off. And man, I want it to. And not for the reason that you think. I wanted to piss you off so much that you get a little hitch in your giddy up and maybe start doing something yourself. And then, once you see the results and once you see that I was right this entire time, that I gave you the recipe for success free of charge. And I pissed you off so badly, I motivated you to engage in it. I can promise you you will be hard-pressed to fight the urge to just eventually thank me later. But until that time, I will kick my feet back in those rare breaks that I take for myself and just relax and enjoy knowing I'm the only one doing it. You know, and frankly, honestly, I should say this, even though it's it's uh, the mindset of uh, me not challenging myself, but I was talking to a very dear friend of mine today, and what was said was, you know, when I hear people and they're bitching about so-and-so over there doing something wrong at work, right, like they're not doing their, their part, and they're not pulling their weight, good, it just makes me look better. You know, for example, when you look at me and say, I ain't polishing that fucking truck. They don't pay me to polish that damn truck. Chrome don't get you home. Good. Don't polish that truck. I will make sure I park next to you all the time because I will look like a million fucking dollars always. But see, I don't want to do that. I want to park next to that perfect truck. That absolutely flawless truck. Because what that'll do is that will make me go, I I can't, I can't do this. And I will get out and get a rag and I'll start polishing, I'll start cleaning, and I'll start putting my best foot forward. And I will have forced myself to get uncomfortable and do what I don't want to do in order to not lose any momentum that I have worked so hard to build. Because I'll tell you this, I had a pretty good year last year. I did very well financially and growth wise. So, what do you think I'm going to do this year? Do you think I'm going to coast off of that? No. No, because I look at it this way, and this is the way I think now. Go ahead and write this down. Uh, My little haters, my little fan club out there, write this down. This one's going to be free of charge. It's on the house, baby. I look at it like there's 15 to 20 people out there that want what I want. And then they have been taking notes all year long. Trying with all of their might to supersede me this year. That there's somebody out there that has looked at my life as a recipe for what they want. And they are coming after me. I can hear them. I can hear the wolves at the door. I can hear their footsteps. So much so the hair on my neck is standing up. And I get up. And I sprint every single day. Put as much distance between me and you behind me as I possibly can. That's how you deal with haters. You bury them with your success, you bury them with your efforts. You don't have to say a word to them, they don't deserve it. They are so fucking inconsequential into your level of success and where you need to go, that you let them know how important they are by being indifferent to them, not acknowledging them. And if you do acknowledge them, you acknowledge them in a professional manner to where they know, that you know, they know, About all the shit they've been saying and all the shit they've been doing. Yet you still smile and you go back to work. And hey, how are you? Good to see you. You have a great day. Be safe out there, buddy. And then as you go back to what you're doing. Me polishing or cleaning my truck. or Me doing a video or me doing a podcast. Doing all that shit. They walk away going, oh, I can't get to this guy. I can't stop him. I can't shut him down. You know, last year I had a guy, he was giving me all kinds of hell, and he actually said to me on the phone, when him and I went at it, when I actually cared about this shit, he told me, he's like, don't you do any more than fucking videos. Stop doing the videos. All you do is polish your truck and do videos. Well, after I grew my brain in, I saw him one day. I made sure he saw me polishing my truck and then do a video about it as soon as I was done polishing my truck. It's the little fucker in me coming out. And that little fucker in me is paying huge dividends. If you're dealing with this right now, you need to figure out a way to harness this level of bravado and aggressiveness to where no matter where you are, you're owning it like a fucking champ. And you let nothing get in your way. You're never gonna, these people are never gonna go away. They're never ever gonna go away. They're always gonna be there. There's always gonna be the lazy. There's always gonna be the whiners. There's always gonna be the complainers. But you soldier on with every ounce of your being and you push past them. You leave them behind you. And the only thing you do when you do acknowledge them is you let your efforts speak so loudly to them that all they can hear is how insignificant they are and how far behind they are. How weak they are. And how they should be ashamed of themselves for embracing a lazy, loser mindset living in a life of mediocrity. They should walk away from you going, oh God, I need to get my shit together. That goes into that mindset of be the man that, when you're living your life, be the man that other men aspire to be. Now, I'm not saying being some cocky prick that says, I'm the best of the best of the best. Be a man of virtue. Be a man of integrity whose actions leave nothing to be questioned. They, they, they leave nothing on the table. You... A man raises his hand in life when called upon and does what others don't want to do. This world needs leaders. I'm not claiming to be one. I'm not. I truly am not claiming to be a leader here. Like I said before, all I'm doing is passing on the things that work for me to the people that want to hear it, that want to implement this to, to some certain degree. We need leaders. But You have to know it, no matter how uncomfortable it is. Are you working for a purpose or are you working for a cause? If so, what's that cause? What's that purpose? You have to choose to be a man and exhibit strength against all odds and adversity. Even when it comes to people throwing sticks and stones at you. You know, I talked to somebody the other night Mm -hmm. and he was saying, you know, with good intention, but he was saying, you know, man, you better hope nobody finds out that you have this or you have that. My answer to that, and I will say it as loud as I possibly can as often as I possibly can, especially for the people that are listening to that that think they have this type of power over me. When somebody says this, you better hope they don't find out you got this or you got that. My answer is one hundred percent with absolute certainty. What the fuck are you going to do about it? What could you possibly do? Do to me for me being rewarded for my level of effort. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do to me that's going to stop me from achieving my goal, especially at the age of 46, where I'm at, where I've clawed and scraped and scrapped to get where I am? I said it before in my last podcast. I might not have been trucking for very long, but I've been working my fucking balls off all my life. And I have a black belt in adversity. I have fallen and failed to a degree you don't even want to know about. And I'm still standing and I still have a lot of success under my belt against all those odds and all of those failures. I've always fallen forward and I've always gotten back up. So you, little piss ant, wanna be tough guys, hater types that just constantly work your way through the cracks of people's success do you honestly think after over 40 years of my hard work of scrapping and pushing and making my way through the crowd of this life that you're just going to just waltz in and you have some sort of esoteric magical ability to stop me Go fuck yourself you don't have a prayer with me. You might irritate me. You're a nuisance at best, but you're not going to win. You're not going to stop me. And that virus I told you about, I'm never going to go away. I'm never going to stop. I'm fighting a righteous battle here. And the fact that I know who you are and what you are, and I've met you a million times over, I know how to handle you. And I promise you, I would find something better to do because I've seen time and time again, after interacting with people like you, how crushed you are when you realize all your efforts only made me better. When you realize all your efforts, all they did was fuel me to do what you hate seeing me do. And you wind up looking bad in the end. It always happens. It doesn't bother me. Frankly, like I said before, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. Next. Because there will always be a next. There will always, always, always be the next person. That goes back to that, that thing I said earlier. We live in a world... For being a man is no longer a requirement for being male. And you have slipped into this comfortable bath of bullshit. And you think you're right. And you think you're just, but you're not. If you're listening to this and you have something in your head that you want to do, so you can re reach that that dream, make that dream a reality. Just give it a shot. Try doing what I do. Now, when I say this, I'm not I'm not trying to overly simplify it. But you you'll hear it all the time, and I'm sure you have heard it all the time. Just ignore them. There's so much truth to that, and it's so much more powerful than that that phrase gives, you know, gives it credit for. Just ignore them. Because when you ignore them, this is where the good stuff comes in. You ignore them, they hate it. And then when you ignore them, your, your dream keeps growing. All the while your dream get, keeps growing, they get angrier and angrier. And they act irrationally and they do stupid shit. And they do it all for the world to see. And then you outlast them. And man, when I tell you this, there is no greater feeling than outlasting your enemies. It's the greatest victory ever. I love it. It makes me feel good. It makes me happy. We have a very limited amount of time on this earth. We don't have a whole lot of time to waste when it comes to getting where we need to be. And on top of that, there are always going to be obstacles and shit that gets in the way of our task at hand. So then you have to acclimate to that. You have to bob and weave and duck and all that good stuff. Like I used to tell my kids when they they were, you know, eighteen years old and they're like, Dad, I'm not listening to you anymore. I'm going out in this world. I don't need you anymore. I'm like, buddy, especially my son, boys, you better learn how to fight. I know how to fight. I could fight, I can throw a punch. And yeah, that's not what I'm talking about, dum dum. There's that movie, that Rocky movie, what's he say? Nothing hits harder than life. That it's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's why I said to my sons, learn to bob and weave, because when you open the front door of this house that you've been living safely in, underneath the umbrella of safety that I've provided for you, there's going to be a fist aimed right towards your face. And if you are not paying attention and you're going to half ass it as you walk out the door, you're going to take one right in the frickin' nose. And it's going to hurt. And now that my kids are older, they have all come back and said, oh yeah, That, that punch you were talking about? That happened this week for the fifth time. And now they're learning how to live. But Going back to what I said, we have a limited amount of time. We have a small, fleeting amount of time on this earth to seek fulfillment. And if you don't do it the right way, no matter what you achieve, you won't feel that level of fulfillment that you're searching for. It'll be a hollow victory. It'll be that food that has no taste. That drink that doesn't quench your thirst. And you'll want more. You'll spend all your time filling that bucket that's full of holes and you'll not get anywhere. So you dig deep to find out what you want and how to get there and make that your obsession. Make that what you focus all your efforts on. And then become addicted to watching it grow because you've watered it day in and day out. No matter what the sun, the wind, the rain, the heat, you watered that one seed. You focused on that one task and you stayed the course, that slow, steady, methodical, moving forward focus. You've stayed the course. So when you do arrive, you'll get that level of fulfillment. It won't be what you think though. Because the goalposts always move on you. The more you achieve, the more you want. That's a certainty. But have that sense of urgency. Because the end will come. It will be your time. When you know it will be your time, if you're blessed enough to see it coming and know that it's coming, The first thought you'll think of is, you want more time, but that time won't belong to you. And if you don't do this life with passion and vigor and ardor, fire deep down inside of you and give it everything you have, you will look back at your life with a paralyzing Nauseating sense of regret. And then you will think, because you will know it, that you wasted that time. And then it'll hit you like a ton of bricks. It was all for nothing. I could have did more. Dear God, please just give me a little more time. But it won't belong to you, like I said. Game over. So I want to read something to you before I let you guys go. And I want this to sit with you. And if you have to rewind it and listen to it again, or you have to write it down so you can see it all the time, I suggest you do so. This quote right here should be burned into your psyche, should be your anthem, your mantra, the baseline of your perception on life. Something you can truly live by. It is not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste much of it. Life is long enough. And it has been given in sufficiently generous measure to allow the accomplishment of the very greatest things. If the whole of it is well invested. Well invested. What did you do with your time? Did you spend it complaining? Did you spend it obsessing on the wrong things? Did you spend it obsessing about what other people are doing instead of obsessing about what you should be doing? Nobody can be in control of your destiny unless you give them the permission to be in control of your destiny. It's just a fact. You're in the driver's seat. I tell people all the time, there's a reason the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror. If you spend all your time looking in the rearview mirror, you are going to wreck. You're going to crash and burn. Just take your life back. That's all you have to do. It's yours. You only get one of them. When you realize that you only get one life to live and you truly believe it, you truly understand it, you truly grasp it, and you understand the magnitude of the fact that you only get one, you will guard it viciously. You will guard it with every ounce of your being, every fiber in you and you will fight to protect it and then you will take that precious time that commodity that cannot be replaced and you will max it out and you will push and fight and claw to make your dreams come true to make them a reality and nothing will be able to stop you nothing will get in your way and everything will seem insignificant significance because that's what it is people's opinions the way they think about you it'll seem laughable to you it'll seem funny to you that they think they know you but you know that they're wrong you know that they're misinformed And then you'll embrace the task of educating them. You are in control. You're the hero of your own story. You're the person who writes the ending. You're the hero. All you gotta do is decide. It's been proven time and time again, over and over again. There is a world of people out there that have it a million times worse than you, that achieved things you can't even wrap your brain around. You have to take that hard look at yourself and ask yourself, why? Why are you voluntarily handing over the keys to your life to people that are lesser than you? Because it's easy. It's hard to jump off of that cliff into the abyss, to fall into the nothing and having no idea where you're gonna land. It's hard. But when you land where you wanted to land, when you're holding in the palm of your hand, what you dreamed about, there's no greater feeling than that. You made it real. You made it yours. It's not a fairy tale. It's not impossible. And the only person standing in the way of it is you. I'll believe this till my dying day, till I take my last breath. And my prayer for you is that you do the same. Guys, I love you. Now go out there and take what's yours.